How are we doing, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Big D Podcast on the Spunky Spectrum Sports Network. I am back for my weekly contribution. I am Alex. Nice to see everyone again. It is Super Bowl Sun, Super Bowl week. I'm sorry, Super. I'm getting excited. I can't wait for it. It is Super Bowl week, and I've got Dylan here, and we have a great little Super Bowl preview episode for you. Before we get too far in, please do not forget to like the video on YouTube, subscribe to the YouTube channel, Spunky Spectrum Sports. Dylan's pushing out great content uh, multiple times throughout the week. He's got great interviews. He's got great content on all bunch of different sports. And uh, you definitely have to, like I said, like, like the videos, subscribe to the channel. And also, if you prefer to listen on a music streaming service, uh, you can listen to the Big D podcast on Spotify and Apple Music. So absolutely check him out there if audio is your preferred way to listen to the podcast. Before we get too far in, I will bring in your yours truly, not yours truly, that would be me, but the host of the Big D podcast, the Big D himself, Dylan. How are we doing on this fine week of Super Bowl? Is it really Super Bowl week? Somebody pinched me. I know, man. It's 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 a little bittersweet, you know, because you know it's the Super Bowl. It's, it's the most exciting time in the NFL season. But you know what that also means? That means that the NFL season is unfortunately coming to an end, leading into the longest off season, I swear, of any sport in the world. Because it seems like NFL off season is just—it feels like it's two years between each NFL season. So you know, a little bittersweet, but uh, we've got a great matchup on Sunday, and I can't wait for it. Yeah, so um, this Sunday, the L.A. Rams are taking on the Cincinnati Bengals in Super Bowl 56, or if you prefer Roman numerals, X, uh, LVI. There you go, LVI. I'm glad you knew that because I forgot what the what the Roman numerals were, you know. But, um, yeah, I mean, we've got it, – it's like – um, you know, it's, it's probably not the Super Bowl that a whole lot of people predicted preseason. I mean, if – I want to see maybe someone who uh, puts some money down on a Rams Bengals Super Bowl and see how uh, see how much they got paid. But you know, after after this crazy NFL season, I think this is by I mean two teams that it's it's a game that everyone I feel like is excited for. And the and the other thing about that is I feel like for the majority of NFL fans, unless you've got biases by division or whatever rivals and everything, I feel like this is two likable teams. It's two likable starting quarterbacks, and it's. At least for me, I don't really care who wins. I'd be happy on, on if either side of the ball um, wins, wins the game. And I feel like a lot of football fans kind of have that same take going into this year's Super Bowl. I agree. It feels like a much different Super Bowl than what we've seen because we're used to Super Bowls where you know where we've seen like Andy Reid, Bill Belichick, Tom Brady, Pat Mahomes. Now we've got two new guys. Yep. So, um, start off. Uh, I figured we answer each other. We ask, we go back and forth on keys to the game. Alex is going to do defensive keys for both teams. I'm going to do offensive keys. So, Alex, what is the defensive key for the LA Rams? Well, for the LA Rams, I feel like, you know, it's, it's pretty. It's pretty straightforward, I feel like. I mean, 
Obviously, Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase have been a dominating force throughout the entire uh, NFL season. You've got to be able to slow down those uh, those Cincinnati Bengals receiver core. You got to be able to, the LA Rams, Aaron Donald and Von Miller are huge for the LA Rams this week. Obviously, you know, Jalen Ramsey's a shutdown corner. He's going to be able, he's going to be at his best. You know, it's going to be tough to be thrown against him, but you got to be able to get some pressure on Joe Burrow. You got to limit Joe Mixon, first of all, because if, if the Cincinnati Bengals get a run game going, and it causes the Rams to have to pay attention to Joe Mixon a little bit more than they want to. You know Joe Burrow's going to hit him with a play action and hit Joe Burrow uh, and hit uh, Jamar Chase or T. Higgins or Tyler Boyd. You know one of his many receiver options, especially you know I mean you know Jamar Chase wants to have a big game this year in this in this Super Bowl. But I feel like the number one key to the L.A. Rams is definitely uh, coming on on the shoulders of Aaron Donald and Von Miller. Like I said, I mean if you can. A, if you can get a good run, uh, run defense going and, and kind of force the Bengals to uh, to have to throw the ball a little bit more, and because um, you know you've you've got some uh, great uh, quality uh, secondary uh, it, for the LA Rams to be able to compete with uh, the electricity that we've been seeing out of Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase this season, but. Uh, if you get that, uh, I mean, I talked about stopping the run because stopping the run. Uh, forces the Cincinnati Bengals to air it out, which obviously they like to do. But if you can get that pass rush going as well, along uh, with Aaron Donald and Von Miller in particular, you get that pass rush, you uh, make Joe Burrow uncomfortable. You don't give him time to be able to get uh, hit Jamar Chase on those on those go routes. If you can get in his face and make him have to dump it off or have a, have a little bit uh, quicker release than he'd want to, I think that's definitely going to be the main key for the LA Rams this week, uh, this weekend to uh, really limit that Cincinnati Bengals offense. And for the LA Rams, offense is simple. Can Matthew Stafford avoid mistakes? Because guess who led the NFL? Guess who was tied for the NFL lead with my guy Trevor Lawrence in interceptions this year? Mr. Matthew Stafford? Uh, you would be correct. But you don't, but you don't win $100,000 on like the Wheel of Fortune contestant the past <laughs> couple of days. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, this postseason, Matt Stafford's kept the tournament machine to a minimum six touchdowns and one interception performance. And, yeah, in that first game against Arizona, only 17 throws, but 38 against Tampa and 45 against San Francisco. To me, I wouldn't be surprised if Sean McVay leans on the running game, which means mm -hmm. Stafford's throwing off the boot, on the boot lane with time to Throw because I don't. I, I think LA's got an advantage on both lines of scrimmage, but I don't think Cincinnati's got the interior force to stop LA running the ball. Means Stafford might not have to throw the ball forty times, and if Stafford's not throwing interceptions, throwing pick sixes, the LA Rams are the better team. They're better than absolutely. So if Stafford limits mistakes. The Rams should win this game. Yeah, no, and honestly, that it's a perfect segue into my defensive keys for the Bengals because I, I'm 100% on the same page with you. I think uh, for the defensive keys for the Cincinnati Bengals, it's a little different because for the Rams, you've got – you're trying to do the same thing, obviously, but for the Rams, you've got Joe Burrow, a second-year NFL quarterback, starting in his Super Bowl. I feel like, obviously, you know, he's Joe Burr. He's Joe Ice. I mean, he's cold as ice. He's, he's going to be confident and ready to go. 
But I think it's going to be a little bit easier to unnerve Joe Burrow in this Super Bowl than it will be to unnerve Matthew Stafford. Matthew Stafford has been one of the most underrated quarterbacks of the last decade. He's an NFL veteran. He's got experience. Whether or not he's got Super Bowl or playoff experience, it doesn't matter. The man's been in the NFL for a very long time. He knows exactly what it takes to, to compete and to be, uh, keep his composure in important situations and important games. So I think... It's not going to be as much of a uh, of an aspect of of making Matthew Stafford uncomfortable. I think it's going to be a bigger uh, focus on shutting down that run game and forcing Matthew Stafford to throw more. Like you said, I think the LA Rams are absolutely going to focus more on the run game. That interior defensive line for the Cincinnati Bengals is not the hottest. And if they and if uh, the LA Rams can get Cam Akers or Sony Michelle or one of those backs going, it's going to be a bad day for the Cincinnati Bengals because. You uh, with uh, very similar to where I was going with that with the Cincinnati Bengals, but if the LA Rams can get a run game going, it's going to completely open up that offense. So you really have to make it a focus for the Cincinnati Bengals to shut down that LA Rams run game. Make Matthew Stafford pass as much as he can. He he's made mistakes throughout the season. Um, I don't necessarily think you can unnerve him. I think uh, I think with his experience level and the amount of time he's put into the NFL, I think he's. I, I don't think you're really going to be able to get under his skin. But if you make him throw as much as possible, he's going to make a mistake. And I think as long as you don't let Cam Akers or Sony Michelle or one of those LA LA Rams backs uh, really tear you up, that's going to be the Cincinnati Bengals' best chance to win this game. And for the Bengals' offense, is simple. Who is the most sacked quarterback in the NFL this season? It's got to be Joe Burrow. Uh, 51 times in the regular season. The Tennessee Titans sacked Joe Burrow, I will say, one, two, three, nine times, and the Bengals won. Yeah. So, seemingly simple. If Cincinnati can protect Joe Burrow, he's got a chance in this. Yep. We saw last year what the Bucks did to Patton Mahomes in Tampa. Mm-hmm. If Joe Burrow's under the rest, he will throw balls up for grabs. And you mm-hmm. know what, Jalen Ramsey and those ball hawk defenders, somebody will come up with a pick or two. Absolutely. So, pressure, pressure, pressure. Which team can protect its quarterback more? Yeah. No, I, I yeah, no, I think you nailed it, and that just ties, and that also ties back to kind of what I was saying there. That um, you know, Matt Stafford's got the experience. You know, I don't think he's gonna let loose some of those passes. He might obviously make some mistakes, but I think Joe Burrow's gonna make a, a if if he does get under pressure and he's st- and that offensive line can't hold up to that ridiculous L.A. Rams pass rush and, and just in uh, defensive line and, and middle uh, linebacker core in general. You know, Joe Burrow, he, he wants to win this game really bad, and he's going to try to do whatever it takes to make things happen, and that definitely could lead to mistakes. So I definitely agree with you about how uh, that pass protection has got to be huge for Cincinnati Bengals. Those That offense, you know, they pass on, on a couple of linemen. They went for Jamar Chase, and it really seems like uh, it paid off, but um, it's definitely going to be a, a big key, and I absolutely agree with you there. But um, let's move on. We got a, we got a couple uh, – we got a bunch of Super Bowl stuff to talk about. Um, you want to intro this? You want me to go for it? I got it. So, uh, I think it, we all know, uh, the LA Rams will be hosting their own Super Bowl, even though they are the away team in SoFi Stadium this year. It, um, 
I'm I'm just curious, Dylan. What's your favorite Super Bowl uh, stadium venue, or, or either Super Bowl stadium venue, or just favorite NFL stadium in general? Uh, what, what what's your what, if you could? I mean, what's your take on that? Easy, State Hall Stadium in Glendale, Arizona. First off, it was first off. I think it was the. State Farm Stadium was before the last couple of years. University of Phoenix Stadium was the first of these new stadiums. It it transcended sports. The fact that the stadium can roll out the roll the grass from outside and bring it on and bring it into the stadium is unbelievable. Secondly, it's a retractable roof stadium, so it's a little different than like some of these fixed things like a dome or even a four field in Detroit. You could play a game with the roof closed or you can mm-hmm. open the roof and it doesn't hurt. You've got a couple crazy Super Bowls there. Yeah. 42 with the helmet catch and 49 with the, oh, you forgot to give Malcolm Butler the ball, you know, Marshawn Lynch the ball. No, I'm, yeah. yeah you've, we talked about this a little bit last week and, and you really hit the nail on the head there. I think, you know, I think for me, it's tough because as far as Glendale, Arizona goes, when I think Super Bowl, I want to think it, it's a little, it, it's tough because I think of, of environment. I want to think of where, if I was going to a Super Bowl, where would I want to go for the biggest NFL party of the year? And when I think Glendale, Arizona, I think very hot. I think desert. I, I think not necessarily like the flashing lights kind of big city uh, party atmosphere. However, the fact you, you do make some great points with Glendale, Arizona and, and the, 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 the ridiculous games that they've hosted Super Bowls there. And uh, the retractable roof is absolute, or the retractable, the field and the roof and everything. It's, it's, it's a great stadium. It's had some great Super Bowls, but I don't think it hits the trifecta because I don't think anyone really wants to go party in Glendale, Arizona for a weekend. I, you know, it's tough because we've, when we talk about this question, I, um, I try to think about it as least bias as I possibly can but I just keep thinking back to Hard Rock Stadium in Miami what 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 I know it's it's a modern stadium it's a beautiful I mean Stephen Ross Tom Garfinkel and company turned that stadium from practically a dump to one of the nicest looking stadiums in the NFL it's got the it absolutely hits on the environment. I mean, you're in it's in February. I mean, we're in February, Dylan. You don't want to be going to uh, and I mean, this doesn't hit the, the, this doesn't hurt your point with Glendale. However, you know, you don't want to be going to Lambeau Field or, or New England or Buffalo or or uh, Wash uh, CenturyLink in Washington um, to go uh, in February. You want to be in Miami in 70 degree weather under the lights. We've got a Super Bowl party weekend. There's no better place in the country to go than Miami. I mean, and obviously, I think the NFL agrees. I mean, how many Super Bowls? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten Super Bowls, I think, Miami has hosted. It's, it seems like the NFL agrees. I mean, it's, it's a party atmosphere. As far as past Super Bowl games, I mean, there's been a couple lately that have been, you know, pretty decent. 
I, I, it's, I think it, it hits everything as far as where the players want to be for a Super Bowl, where the fans want to go to visit a Super Bowl. You've got a beautiful venue. You've got a beautiful location. And the home team gets it. Well, I mean, it's a nighttime game. So I guess the little home field advantage shade doesn't really make much of a difference. But, you know, I, I just think it's, it's, it's a great, it's a great super. We're talking Super Bowl. We're talking about the biggest Sunday of the year. Who doesn't want to go to Miami for a Super Bowl? Yeah, if I'm a head coach, I'd rather be in. I'd rather be in the middle in Des Moines, Iowa. I'm like, I don't want my players anywhere near Miami. Right. I mean, I get that, but boy, for that winning team, you're gonna have a night that you're never gonna forget. All right. So, uh, Alex, uh, we've got a, doing many of our episodes. We've testing all knowledge so i figured we've got a super we've got to have a super the super bowl theme uh, quiz here do you have a super bowl question for me all right i i have one you know this is tricky dylan because you're a savant so uh it's it's definitely hard to uh think of questions that might stump you this might be a little too easy for you but i'm gonna kick things off with i'm, I'm curious to know if you know which, you know, everyone talks about Tom Brady getting seven rings and, and the Patriots going to the Super Bowl this many times and all these teams making the Super Bowl. I want to know, winning the Super Bowl, I want to know, do you know which team or teams in NFL history have lost the most Super Bowls? Well, the Bills and, Viking, the Bills and Vikings each lost four Super Bowls. Those two teams are tied for second. Dang. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Hold on. Now I'm thinking. <laughs> Two, three. One you should probably be able to guess. The other one, I th- I didn't, I was surprised when I saw the answer. Um, I'll, I'll give you a hint. There's a tie. It's it's a tie for first place. Uh, New England's one of them. New England is one of them. Because New England went to Super Bowl. 20, 31, 42, 46, and 52. But there's one other team who has lost five Super Bowls, just like the New England Patriots has. And I'm very interested to see if you know the answer to this. I'll fall back. Uh, When was the first one that this team played in? The first Super Bowl that this team played in. The first Super Bowl they lost or the first Super Bowl they played in? Played in. Hmm. Let me find out really quick. It had to have been a while ago. Hmm. Wait a minute. Hold on. I think I might... Oh wait! It couldn't the have been. first Super Bowl they ever played in was in 1977. Oh gosh, Denver Broncos. There you go. Because uh, yeah, that was the Craig Morton Super Bowl against Roger Staltback because Morton was with the Cowboys. All right. In Super Bowl five. Well, I'm proud. You know, you didn't give me an answer right away, so I'm proud of my question where I at least had to make you think about it a little okay, bit. Okay, I've got one for you. Oh, I'm nervous. Uh, do you remember the Leon Lent Super Bowl play in Pasadena? Yes. Well, who tackled him short of the end zone? 
Hmm. You're talking about the Leon Lett Cowboys Dolphins. No, 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 no. no. The oh. Super Bowl fumble recovery when he showboated to the end zone and was tackled and oh. it went through the end zone for a touchback. Who tackled him on that play? Can you tell me the year? Uh, 93. Hmm. I don't know if I'm going to be able to get this. Hmm. On BB. Okay, I would have never got that. Yep, Don Beebe tackled Leon Lab short of the end zone, fumbled the ball through the end zone for a touchback. Still the dumbest one in NFL history, but yeah. we're going to leave that for another day. <laughs> yeah, I was surprised you didn't uh, bring up the Bills when it came to uh, Super Bowl losses. I actually think I, I said, might have... I said Bills and Vikings. Oh, Bills and Vikings. That's right. That's right. All right. Well, that was definitely a question that uh... – <laughs> I don't think I was going to be able okay. To... Okay, that's all. That's the um. That's our only question. You can. You may proceed. All right. Wait. So you want to Hall of Fame? More... Hall of Fame. All right. For... Sorry. Well, I I didn't know if you meant that we were doing more trivia. All right. So at a, around Super Bowl time, you know that that means that the NFL Hall of Fame gets selected. There's a couple of Big names, a couple guys who are uh, first ballot guys and a couple guys who have been trying to get in for a long time. I want to hear who's a player, one of the finalists who you really definitely you really think deserves or you really want to see get uh, sent to Canton this year. Well, let's see. What team What team do I like? What's my NFL team? You are a Jacksonville Jaguars fan. And uh, our first draft pick has been trying seemingly forever to be a Hall of Fame. Mr. Tony Baselli. Tony Baselli. All right, there you go. I hope tomorrow, if you did not watch the Jacksonville Jaguars in the mid to late 1990s, there wasn't a better lineman in football. This guy, st- in his second year, first playoff game, he stopped Bruce Smith. He, he took on Bruce Smith man to man. How many people would you be confident with your Second-year tackle going in one of the game's best pass rushers. How many? How many? Not a lot. Oh, by the way, the Jaguars won that game. Then the next week, they beat John Elway and the top team, Denver Broncos. <laughs> you know, I, I definitely see where you're coming from. You know, as Jaguars fans, you don't have the biggest collection of legends. So uh, you, you definitely got to go to bat for the ones that you do have. I'm sorry. I had to go for you there. But, um, you know, Tony Vasselli, he's, he's absolutely got a shout. Um, legendary career. I mean, legendary for the Jacksonville Jaguars. And I think it'd be good. For, I think it'd be good for the Jaguars to get a, uh, a Hall of Famer, especially, you know, they've, they've got to ease the pain of having back-to-back first round for a uh, number one overall picks, right? You got to be, they got to throw your bones somewhere, right? Yeah. Well. I'm sure you know my answer to this question because it has been long, 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 long overdue that this man should have been in the Hall of Fame. It's every Miami Dolphins fan's biggest gripe with the entire NFL 
about how my man, Zach Thomas, has not been elected into the NFL Hall of Fame yet. It is just a travesty that middle linebacker number 54, Zach Thomas, is still not in the Hall of Fame. I mean, Peyton Manning, the great Peyton Manning, was asked, which team defensively gave you the most problems in your career? And the very first thing he said was the Miami Dolphins defense solely because of Zach Thomas. If Peyton Manning is giving Zach Thomas the amount of credit of the hardest defense he's faced, and first of all, the biggest gripe the Miami Dolphins fans have with Zach Thomas not being in the Hall of Fame is if you compare the careers of Zach Thomas and the great, I will not downplay him. He was great. But Brian Erlacher, you will see a very, very, very similar stat line, accolades list. And Brian Erlacher has been in the Hall of Fame for four years. Zach Thomas deserves to be in the Hall of Fame. There shouldn't even be a question about it. It shouldn't have been taken. It shouldn't have taken this long. And it's an injustice to one of the best linebackers of the 90s to early 2000s decade because it's a little biased, but it's the truth. If you look at the numbers, him and Brian Urlacher have almost identical stats where Urlacher has more of this. Thomas has more of that. And Zach Thomas, this is the year I I know it. Zach Thomas is going to the Hall of Fame. Yeah, and if Devin Hester's voted into the Hall of Fame before either one of our guys, you will see me tweet about it tomorrow night. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, absolutely. That would be a, a sham. Okay, Alex. So uh, ultimately, uh, who wins this Super don't, Bowl? Don't make me do it, Dylan. Don't make me do it. <laughs> who wins this Super Bowl? It's tough. You know, I I was confident in my pick last year, and I was wrong. I really thought Kansas City was going to go out and beat the Tampa Bay Buccaneers last year. This year, I have no idea. Um, so I'm really just going to take a guess. <clears throat> that's all we can. That's all we. That's all any of us can do is take a guess at this point because with this NFL season, there's no way you're predicting anything that's happened this year. I think looking at it very basically, the LA Rams have the better football team, but it doesn't matter who has the better football team. I have a weird feeling that Joey Burrow and Jamar Chase and Joe Mixon and the Cincinnati Bengals are going to pull it off. I don't think a whole – I just – I don't know where it's coming from, but it's just been a weird season. And when the Cincinnati Bengals are playing their best football, I don't know if a team in the league can beat them at when they're playing their best. I think it might be a little bit of an underwhelming game. I think these teams might be a little nervous as much as they might want to make people believe they're not nervous. I think these guys might be a little nervous going into this game. I think it possibly could go off to a slow start. I'm going to say 28 to 24 Cincinnati Bengals get the win. Well, you and I agree on a lot of things, but uh, we're disagreeing on Super Bowl picks this year. I like the Rams to win this game. Couple reasons: one, even though the Bengals all the home team, I don't believe there will be fifty percent or sixty percent Forty Nine er fans. 
Secondly, the Rams have been here before. Not all of the Rams, Stafford, Jalen Ramsey, Cooper Cobb, but the Rams sort of know what they to do. Thirdly, I just think LA is a better football team on both lines of scrimmage. LA's not playing the Kansas City Chiefs with Pat Mahomes, Tyree right. Kill, Travis Kelsey, or Buffalo with Josh Allen, Stephon Diggs. They face Cincinnati. And yes, the Joe Burrow story has been unfreaking believable. But I don't, but I think this Halloween's, Halloween's, excuse me, Hollywood script and Sunday night. I think the Rams win this game, and I think Cooper Cup proves why he's the best receiver in football. You know, it, it's yeah, I I can't argue with you. Like I, I mean, like I even said, I mean, I do think the Rams are the better football team. I just I don't think it matters this year. I don't even think it matters that the that they're playing in the LA Rams home stadium. I just think that one team is going to show up a little bit more than the Bengals. And sometimes, you know, teams who have experience and teams who have been there before, I almost think it makes it a little bit harder because you start getting into your head a little bit. You start trying a little too hard. You're not super loose. I think these Cincinnati Bengals are going to go into this game uh at least going into the weekend and, and as their preparation goes for this game, thinking, what do we have to lose? We're the Cincinnati Bengals. We were in the dumpster of the NFL for so long. We had the first pick in the NFL draft just two years ago, and now we're in the Super Bowl. I think the Cincinnati Bengals are kind of, I just have a weird feeling. I don't know. Like I said, I agree with you. I think the Rams are the better team. I think all the signs are pointing towards the Rams. But just based on this season, the weirdness of this season, and you say, well, they're not going against the Chiefs. They're not going against the the Bills. Well, Cincinnati Bengals just beat the Chiefs. Bills didn't make, and the, and the Chiefs beat the Bills. I mean, at the end of the day, the Bengals are in the Super Bowl for reasons that they deserve to be there. And I think they're going to go in there thinking, what do we got to lose? And I just, ha- I don't know. It's just a weird feeling that Cincinnati Bengals might pull this off. <laughs> if that happens, if, if the Bengals win the Super Bowl, it would be the culmination of one of the craziest sports years, sports routes, because the Atlanta Braves won the World Series for the first time in 26 years. The mm-hmm. Georgia football won for the won an after championship for the first time in 41 years. The Bucks won an NBA title for the first time in forever. Just give Ohio its first football championship since 1964. Jim Brown and the Browns won the NFL title. Yeah, there was no Super Bowl then. Right. It would just be the culmination of one of the craziest years in sports. It absolutely would be. But you know what, Dylan? It has been one of the craziest years in sports already. And and, and no matter what happens this weekend, that's not going to change. But, you know, it just could get a little crazier. And, and like I said, I just have a weird feeling that that might just happen. But, you know, I, I'm going to enjoy the game. I hope you enjoy the game this weekend, Dylan. I'm sure you will. It's going to be you know, like, and like we said at the beginning of, at the beginning of the show, I really and I and you agreed with me. I mean, these two teams are fun to watch. They're likable teams. I'm not having to watch Bill Belichick and Tom Brady or or, or 
Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes or all these guys who have been there, done that, seen it. I'm very excited to see Matthew Stafford versus a second-year Joe Burrow and just a weird finale to this weird NFL season. I can't wait for it. Amen. So thanks for hopping on, Alex. We will talk after the Super Bowl. Hopefully it's uh, hopefully it's uh, filled with plenty of pizza, plenty of beer, plenty of points, and hopefully plenty of prop bets. Absolutely. Happy Super Bowl Sunday, Dylan.